Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. Alright guys, we are doing something today that I haven't done in many months. Uh, which is that this episode, if you're listening to it when this uh, recording comes out, uh, you'll notice that for the first time in quite a long time today, we are live once again on TikTok, which is pretty cool. Something I haven't uh, adventured into or gotten into in, in, in such a long time. I feel like it's been many, many months, but uh, that's why you might hear me interacting or answering some questions or uh, just kind of hopping on to different things that people might type into the chat here. Um, I actually already started this live feed and this recording once before. This is actually the second try, but I had to restart everything because unfortunately, um, I re <laughs> so there's like a funny situation I'm in, which is why I had to start this again. The problem is that I am working off of two outdated iPhone 8s in order to do my everyday work life. Um, <laughs> I have one phone which is now rolling, uh, which does, I mean, I might I might make some of this episode into clips um, from this recording, so maybe you, you can already see the actual footage I'm talking about uh, on uh, the Artsy Fartsy Instagram or, or TikTok or whatever, but... Um, I'm working on two phones. One of them is this one that the footage is on, and the other one is my like everyday phone that I handle, you know, my bank account or texting people. Um, it's got my SIM card in, and it. it's like my my main phone that I do most of my things on. But now that I'm in a, a place in my life where like ma the majority of my time, I guess the majority of my the time that I spend in the day uh, is actually more and more dedicated to to recording myself on video and that's why I and I can't do it on that phone because the microphone's broken on that one which blows so anyway it's not the world's most interesting story but that's why I'm torn between one phone this one which has a camera and a microphone and the other one which doesn't and you may be wondering why don't you just use the one that does have the working microphone uh, because you can't see it but I sure can the screen is shattered into a million little pieces and it's actually really hard to navigate on so I can only record something then send it to the other phone and then edit everything on the second phone needless to say I ordered a brand new phone yesterday and I'm expecting it any day now and believe you me I am very very excited for it um, hello Tyla thanks for joining nice to see you thank you for the nice compliment on the glasses we've uh, made some uh, comments about those before hey plastic Jesus joined the chat nice to see you thanks for being here thanks Kate uh, thanks guys for joining in it's really nice to see you um, it's been a long time since I went live, and yeah, I'm feeling kind of excited about it. Um, you know, we don't have to go too long on anything, but I feel really happy to uh, take any topics or conversations or questions or anything. Uh, not a legend. Hey there, how you doing? Welcome to the live. Um, you know, it's really funny, something I've noticed, uh, and I've talked about it on this, um, like for those for those on the live who wonder why I'm recording, um, I... Uh, do a podcast and this is for that podcast so people who listen to the podcast but maybe don't uh, get on TikTok uh, will know 
that I've talked about before how in the last few weeks, like the last month or so, there's been so such a growth for me uh, on, on social media, which is so wild, something that I really uh, didn't predict or can't, uh, un- still can't really understand why. Um, but through all that, I've recorded so many new videos, but I, I just never went live during all that. Uh, Tyla asks if I can see the sky. Let me see. Well, actually, no, not through this window. I mean, I have a big window right here. Let me see. Just barely, just like a pinch, just like a little, a skosh, if you will. Is skosh a Canadian word, Tyler? Maybe you can let me know. Just a skosh, um, uh, but n- not enough to see the the beauty of, I'm guessing, the sunset that you're talking about. I wish I could. I'd love to do an uh, like an outdoors, um, I would love to do an outdoors recording of this. Or, um, you know, uh, oh, Plastic Jesus, the name of the podcast is Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. Thanks for asking. Um, not a legend said you're doing well. Sounds like a nickname for Nova Scotia. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Hey guys, welcome to Nova Scotia. Us locals here, we call it the Scosh. Welcome to Scosh. Uh, take it or leave it. If you say Scosh around here, they're going to think you're local. So you better brush up on the language. Um, let's see. This name is scattered by the shattered glass. Riz, Rick, Rickson. Rickson. Have you ever going to the Castle Neuschwanstein? Ah, have I gone to the Castle Neuschwanstein? Yes, I have gone uh, just one time. It was a pretty exciting trip. I went when some family visited back in 2018. We took a trip like my mom and my dad came. I think my brother was there too. I forgot how big the group was. But it was so funny because there's this <laughs> great memory I have. Like, you know, you, you see all these like classic ancient castles and monasteries and churches and like all this beautiful architecture that's been around in Europe for God knows how long. Like, like you know, I don't know, thousands of years. And it's so funny. My dad came with us on this trip and, um, you know, he's a really like true to the core red-blooded American guy, right? And he comes with us to see this castle. And part of me, bye, Tyler. Thanks for joining. Ciao, ciao, cacao. <laughs> um, my dad comes with us on this trip and we get to the castle. And, and in my mind, I'm like, I'm blown away, right? Like I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just drinking in this beautiful landscape. You get this cool story about the king there. I think King Ludwig II. Oh, God, I hope I have that right. I probably don't have that right. But anyway, we're there and we're hearing all this cool stories like, wow, here's his music room. He has he built like a natural drip cave into the castle that has like natural, you know, made stalactites and stalagmites and like these rocks that hang. And it's so crazy cool to go in this place and see these different dimensions and see these different uh, rooms. And the imagination this guy had is unbelievable. And you're walking in like the servants quarters and it's just this enormous, crazy beautiful, imaginative, like hyper, hyper imaginative uh, castle to go into. It's pretty overwhelming, pretty beautiful, pretty astounding. And my dad goes with us on this trip. And when we go, we get to the end of the castle tour, we end up in the gift shop and my dad stands next to me and I said, hey, so what did you think? You know, what did you think of Neuschwanstein? Pretty famous castle, pretty huge deal. And he said, well, it ain't like the Biltmore State in North Carolina didn't have a bowling alley or a swimming pool. Not one. And I was just sitting there like... And my mind was exploding. I was like, a bowling alley? 
a bowling alley? Are you serious, man? That's unbelievable. Uh, let's see. We got some new people on here now. Um, Christina, Elizabeth, you're so funny. Thank you very much. That's really nice of you to say. Uh, Lasserre says, hi, which places are still on your bucket list here in Germany? Ah, that's a good question. I don't know if I have so many places on the list still because I have traveled so much, thankfully. Um, I've been very lucky and grateful in that way that I've been able to see so many different places in Germany uh, because of touring. Like from 2016 until about 2019, I did a lot of touring in Germany for music. And so that allowed me to see a lot of places in Germany. I think probably my favorite city, if you, if if that's worth adding to this conversation, it might be Hamburg. Although for some reason the word moin just like sticks in my ear like a razor blade. It's like when some English speakers don't like the word moist. This the word like moin. I don't know why, but when I'm walking in Munich and I see a guy and I hear someone say to him, "Servus." And then I see this other guy go, "Moin." I'm like, "Okay, come on." Come on, don't moin me. Don't don't moin don't moin don't moin us. Don't don't get moiny. Don't don't moinify the situation. Why are you? Dude, that's moining. Don't don't. That's ugh. you know what I mean. It's like ugh. but I would have to get over that. I would have to deal with the moinified language if I went to Hamburg. And when I'm there, I don't mind it as much because that's kind of like just the everyday like what they do there. That is just the servus or whatever. Uh, when you're there in, in Hamburg, so whatever. Um, Ron says it sounds like your dad is a real American. Yeah, he is. I mean, there's a, there's countless stories about my dad. You know, like uh, on a different trip, I think it was last year. My dad was here, and he wanted to go on a long walk. He wanted to stroll um, to kill a couple of hours in Munich. Right, so. I was sitting there and I was thinking, okay, great. So you want to stroll, you want to be on your own. That's no problem. Why don't I make a, a list of a few things that you can walk to from our apartment? You can go to, um, you can see like Marine Platz. You can go see like the, I don't know, like City Hall. You can go to the shopping centers. You can go whatever, to the river, you know, churches. Like you can go see all this really great, cool stuff relatively without walking too, too far, you know? And my dad just looked at us and was like, I've seen it. I saw it on Google. I, I, I don't need to see it. And I was like, wait, you flew around the globe and you're in the city that, uh, a city that has so much history and so many fascinating stories and I can show you I can just you can just walk over there and just look at these things that's so interesting why don't you just go do that and he him and he was just so certain about it just like you know no just I think I'm going to walk around the block a few times and that's what he did that's exactly what he did he just made rounds around the block and then eventually got a Thai massage out of nowhere so you know he is very American in, in all the best ways. Um, Lasser says that Hamburg is nice, but Bavaria is better. Look, it's all up for debate. I think there's this there's this uh, expression that I hear all the time in Germany, which is that I think pretty much every single region in Germany deeply believes that 
it is better than any neighboring or surrounding regions or cities. Like I've, I've told this story before, but back in 2017 or 2016, I was doing a big tour and I was playing a lot of concerts in Germany and I was traveling basically to every single city and a bunch of villages actually all throughout Germany to play concerts. And it was almost like you could predict it. It's almost like clockwork. Whenever you got to one place, let's say, for example, you got to Berlin. When you got to Berlin, you would um, they would say, so where are you going to go next? And let's say, for example, I would say, oh, I'm going to go to Hamburg next. Then the people in Berlin would say, oh, Hamburg, you know, it's so rainy and everything smells like fish and the beer is bad. You're going to hate it. And then we would go to Hamburg and we would love it and have such a great time. And then they would say, so where are you coming from? And we'd say, oh, well, we just came from Berlin. And they'd say, oh, Berlin, you know, it's so hipster and expensive and, you know, the whatever, this and that. And we'd say, oh, but Berlin was actually really cool. And then we would, you know, go from Hamburg, let's say, I don't know, Cologne or Frankfurt or something back around and uh, the same story, everything happened. We got to Cologne, they'd say, oh, Hamburg, you know, like, where are you going to go next? Oh, we're going to go to, I don't know, we're going to cross and go over to Leipzig. Oh, Leipzig, you know, Eastern Germany, great, you know. And then going to Munich, oh, you're going to go to Munich, so great, the land of the BMW, you know, the most expensive city on earth, great, nothing to see there, you know. And we loved every single place that we saw. Everything had something different to offer, so, um, yeah, it's been great. Uh, Rickson says Frankfurt Hauptbahnhof will be your next bucket list in Germany. I've been there. I've been to the Frankfurt Hauptbahnhof. Very beautiful. Very uh, cool place. I mean, very beautiful. I don't know. But definitely, I think the Dresden, if I remember it correctly, the, the Dresden Hauptbahnhof is beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, who do we got here? Toby says greetings. Hello, Toby. Nice to see you. Thanks for joining the live. Uh, guys, if you're enjoying this chat, make sure you can throw some questions out. I'm happy to talk to you about anything. Um, pretty open conversation today. I'm recording this for uh, my podcast. It's been a while since I hopped on the live, so thank you for joining if you're here. Make sure to you know like uh, the page, and thanks for being here. Let's see, what do we got here? Grace, sounds like something my dad would do. We're from Asheville, so he compared castles to Bill. Right? Yes, Grace, you get it. You get it. You understand where I'm coming from. Every once in a while, I'll tell a story about my dad and something he did, either some, something related or about Europe or Germany in general. And it's always like I, I will stumble across some American <laughs> who will absolutely understand exactly what I'm talking about. They will really, really, really get it. Like they have some uncle or their own dad or their brother or their mom or something, and they will get it 100 percent absolutely yeah it's so funny you know you try you try to i don't know you try to culture people a little bit you try to 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 bring that into you try to bring something new into their life and it kind of just like crumbles in front of you and you have to kind of you have to laugh you have to laugh at it um let's see here Rickson says, just wondering wondering about your experience last time I had the Dr. Oz Clinic podcast. Oh, okay. So Rickson has been here for a while now. Uh, that's a very special question. Thanks for asking that. Uh, we got a question from Rickson asking about my uh, one of my one of my videos that that did pretty well online that was basically me 
ranting and complaining about this dermatologist that I went to a few months ago here in Munich. To answer your question, no, definitely I heard nothing from that doctor or that clinic, no kind of apology or anything. I mean, but I didn't expect that. I didn't imagine to get any sort of, I don't expect to get an apology from them or anything. I mean, what are they going to do? Give me a free, uh, a free session or something. I would never go back to them. So, um, no, no, I never heard anything back from them. I, I did not. However, I mean, there's a lot of comments on that page. A lot of very, very nice people who very kindly, uh, suggested many different options for me, different doctors, different people they know. A lot of people sending help, actually. Ron, thank you for the wishing bottle. That's so cool, man. Thank you. And thank you guys who are liking the live. It's really cool. Thank you so much. Um, but to finish answering your question, Rickson, um, they, I, I don't expect to hear anything from them. I, I never did. But I never did go into the comments and look to see if they ever, if somebody ever said, hey, I, I was that doctor or I know that doctor or anything. I don't know. Um, but there are so many sweet, kind, helpful, supportive comments on that video. It blew me away. It really just like shocked me that the video did what it did. I, I made that video. And I don't know if anyone who listens to this podcast knows about this video. I don't know if you ever saw it. Basically, long story short, I went to a dermatologist and the doctor was so mean, so careless, so rude, so like inhumane um, and just honestly just cruel and, and didn't care and was just a horrible, mean, cold, like disgusting human interaction. It was just the most terrible. I, I was so angry and just shattered and like crying, you know, how could someone treat somebody like this, a doctor? Um, that basically I vented into this long ranting video and then I chopped it up to try and keep it relatively short and then I posted it. And really for me, the posting was the full, that was the full end bullet point of the whole experience. I, I posted the video about the doctor to, to have that release, like to, to basically share this feeling to, to, to vent to the world, like, man, this isn't right. Something's not right here. This is crazy. How can someone do this? And, um, and the reaction to it was something I really didn't expect at all. I, I never in a million years thought that I would get that kind of reaction, uh, from the lovely people who saw and reacted to it. The, you know, the people who saw it on TikTok, they even, they went and they found my Instagram or they clicked it on the profile here. They went there because on Instagram, you can send direct messages without us following each other. And on TikTok, you can't send DMs unless you both follow each other. So they said, oh man, well, you know, I know a doctor or I'm a doctor. A lot of people like were doctors themselves. They said, hey, come on, let's do it. Uh, I'm so sorry you had that experience. And it was just mind blowing, like so, so heartwarming. What a crazy adventure it was to 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 do this this video. Uh, Storms is on the page. She says, "I have a a, a lady gynecologist that should have <laughs> that would have been better working in a prison." Man, you know, and that's the. I'm sorry to hear that, and that is especially the kind of doctor where you would hope with all your heart that they would have the most care and empathy and sensitivity. I mean, that especially is a doctor that's handling extremely personal information and, and dealing with the most sensitive, you know, body parts, you know, straight up. So it, it it's really crazy that they would be so like, all right, let's go. 
And uh, yeah, I mean, mine was, you know, not even, it wasn't even uh, like a urologist or something extremely personal, you know, it was just like a thing on my foot, you know, but still I felt so horrible. Um, Ron says, hopefully they had a bad day and only was only bad to you. I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know, but let's see. Ron looks like you found yourself here at number one on the chat and I'm very grateful. Thank you for sending the likes. Thanks for the gifts guys. We're already crossing 3000 likes here. That's really unbelievable. That's so nice of you. Thanks for being here. Uh, Rickson says, but they, they knew, I think about your video because they got bad ratings. Are you serious? Oh, wow. Really? You know, ever since I made that video, I never once Googled them again. Storm says, yeah, the bad ratings are really messing with their image. Oh, wow, dude. Now I really, now I should watch the video again just to see exactly which clinic it was because I know where they are in the city, but I forgot their name completely. I, 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 I it's something like cuticle or cupid, cutic or something. I forgot, but I made the video and then I just like vented and then I just forgot about them. And then I saw the reactions to the video. But people actually went and gave them bad reviews. Wow. That's the power of the internet, man. Like, I don't even have that many followers. There are people out there with millions of followers. Imagine with when somebody has that kind of power in this day and age on the internet, what that can mean for a business. Like, I don't expect a lot of Germans to know this guy. There's a comedian that I sometimes listen to or sometimes watch, uh, this American guy named Tom Segura. And he has this like super, extremely dedicated, determined group of um, followers, listeners, right? And a lot of them are like straight up internet sleuths. Like these guys can go and they can ruin a business's image if they do something bad. If Tom happens to discuss or slander them in some way, it's over, you know? And uh, he's he's done that kind of thing before, not like ruined a business or like, you know, whatever, broken down a mom and pop shop or something innocent. It's usually someone was very horrible to him and he, you know, basically said their name. Uh, so then they go on the, um, they go on the, uh, you know, on the website or the, or the social media page of that business or that person and just like, like a hundred thousand comments. It's just unbelievable. Storms, yes, Segura is on the podcast with Bert Kreischer. That's the machine, absolutely. Yeah, that's Two Bears, One Cave. That's one of his podcasts, yeah. Um, his other one is with his wife. It's called Your Mom's House. That's the one I listen to the most. But yeah, you know, it's a touchy subject because I think a lot of people can really think, I don't know, I don't know, that kind of that kind of behavior. I, I've I, I, I would say to myself, like, if I had that kind of position that I would never act on it that way. But there here I am at a much, much, much smaller position. And I did the very same thing already. But I guess it depends where you're coming from, right? Because someone in, in Tom's position can sit there, you know, very successful, very wealthy, millions and millions of followers, and can just say, all right, guys, like, you know, he's literally said things like, all right, guys, you know what to do. And uh, that's not the way I approached it at all. I don't think I could ever do that. You know, I don't know if I ever did one day get to a million followers. Not that that's my goal or something. But if 
if that ever were to happen, I don't know that if I had a bad day, I would approach it any differently than how I did. You know what I mean? I would still probably just make a video to complain about the, 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 the thing that happened. And probably the more followers I get, I would start not listing the person or the business. I think I wouldn't put them on blast because this is already something I do on Instagram because I get a lot of messages from strangers on Instagram and some of them are very kind and sweet, but some of them are really weird and some people are extremely mean for like no reason at all. And I've had people straight up just insult me, like call me mean, ugly names for no reason. I mean, they could just not watch my content, <laughs> but they do. They continue to watch it, but then they still send me something like, hey, you're a you know, fucking idiot, you stupid American, blah, blah, something like that. You know, I've had very mean things sent to me. And sometimes what I'll do is screenshot that comment but I will block out their name. I will block out their photo. There's no way to identify them. I just take it and I post it on my stories. Um, I will do that sometimes because for me, people sending things like that, it's kind of funny. I mean, who in their right mind sends something that cold and cold-blooded to a stranger? It's unbelievable. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, so, oh, VS2, thank you for following. That's really nice. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Um, let's see here. Zhuzh, Zhuzh guys. Hey, Zhuzh guys. Hey, hey, it's me and then it's Zhuzh guys. Uh, do you like bratwurst? Yes, I like many bratwurst. I like all of the wurst. Um, I like, uh, I like uh, Leberwurst. I like uh, Blutwurst. I like uh, all of the worst, much, much, much. Sehr, sehr. Das möchte ich gern. Ja, natürlich. Das gefällt mir sehr. Yeah. I love the worst. Uh, Weiß worst. Yes, of course. Of course, of course, of course. Don't be a Labatasche. I'm trying not to be. I mean, it is, a, it is a singular hosted podcast where I must entertain for the full length of the time, but I will try not to be a Labatasche. In fact... Don't think of me as a Labatasha. Think of me as a Bunenzal. Huh? Oh, oh, you forgot that I know more than just a few German words, didn't you? <laughs> oh, Reinhard Kremer. Thank you so much for the follow. That's very kind of you. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys, for the likes. Thanks for the follows. This is super nice. I'm really glad to have you all here on the live so far. Uh, we got Jazz on the line. It says, from where are you? From where are you? Uh, I am from, funny that your name is Jazz, uh, I was born in Mississippi, but I lived in New Orleans, Louisiana for a very long time, so I usually just say I'm from New Orleans, uh, in America, in the South. Uh, Brandon Rodriguez, ich bin auch ein Amerikaner, der in Deutschland lebt, danke für deine Videos. Now, wait a second, Brandon Rodriguez, you're an American, I'm an American, it's an English-speaking podcast here. What are you doing sending me a message in perfect Hochdeutsch, huh? What, are you trying to embarrass me here? You trying to put me on the spot, Brandon? Huh? Is that the thing you like to do to other Americans, huh? 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 Come on now. Let's all just relax, huh? Let's all just take it easy here. Uh, guys asks if it's snowing here. Uh, no, it is not snowing. 
Uh, and I don't know where you guys might think that I am. I know that a lot of people assume that because I am an American who talks about Germany a lot, a lot of people think that I am living still in America, but just am fascinated with Germany. But I live in Germany. I live in Bavaria. I live in Munich. So I don't know where you guys live, but if you're in Germany, I think we have pretty similar weather most of the time. Uh, so no, it's not snowing here. Unfortunately, in Munich, it snowed all the way up until the 23rd of December, and then it stopped and then we did not have a white Christmas. But I have heard before that you only get snow in Germany on Christmas one out of every four Christmases. But I think even now it's less because of uh, global warming. We haven't had snow on Christmas in a long time. And usually in Germany, I imagine you're supposed to have Christmas on with snow on Christmas and New Year pretty regularly. Um... Larson says, I hope you're not an FC Bayern fan. Whoa, man, right out of the gate with a pretty intense request. Um, I'm going to do you one better, Lars, and let you know I'm an American. I don't even really watch football. So, And you know what? You're lucky that I'm even calling it football because a lot of people would just straight up say soccer. But I respect the sport. And when I do watch it, when someone does show me a game, if I get if I can get behind a game, if they say, okay, this person is who we want to win. This team is who we want to win. Then I'm on board. I like sports. I will get behind sports. I played sports. A lot of people don't like a lot of people don't assume that out of me and I don't blame them at all <laughs> by the way I look, but I did play a lot of sports in uh, in high school. I uh, played uh, basketball and football and baseball. I mean, I basically played everything except for soccer. Uh, but I can get behind sports. I can get excited about sports. And when I'm here uh, and, and there's something on, you know, the World Cup or whatever, and if I'm at a bar and a game is on and they're saying, okay, we're going to vote for this, we're going to, you hear me? Vote. We're going to root for a team. <laughs> then I can get excited about it. But no, I don't even watch uh, on my own. I don't even watch it. So I'm not technically, no, technically, technically I'm not. Um, Brandon says the world cup was fire. Oh, there's Brandon with that sick ass English. Now we're talking, yo dog, like the world cup was fire, bro. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was pretty crazy. Um, Lars says, great take. Thank you, Lars. Anastasia Anastasia says, love your content as an expat living in Frankfurt, Germany. All right. Are you, Anastasia, are you also from the States or uh, from Canada or because I have a few and or from England or something like that? Because I have a lot of different expat friends in Munich um, from just about all over. Uh, Sin says, hey, you, what's up? Hey, not much. Doing a nice little single solo live here slash uh, podcast recording. So, uh, thanks guys for being here. We just crossed 4,000 likes. That's super cool. Thanks for being here, uh, in the live and sending likes. It's a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Anastasia is from Bolivia. You know, you are the second person that I have known, and I don't even know you, <laughs> but you're the second person I've known from Bolivia. So good for you. Lucky you. Good for you. Uh, let's see here. Gamer Girl. Also, by the way, Gamer Girl. Super cool name. 
And I think as a person, as an individual, I think you're pretty cool. I'm a big gamer. For, I'm a gamer guy. Uh, I'm an expat from Jamaica living in Stendal. Where is Stendal? I never looked that up before. Stendal, Germany. Stendal, Germany. Ah, I spit out my guitar pick. Oh, Saxony. Oh, Aha, okay. Okay, now I got you. Let's see how far it is from me. Woo! You're north. Stendhal is north from me. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Thanks for being on the live. Funny that, he, you know, you can be in the same, you can be in Germany at the same time and still feel so far away physically from someone. You know, if you spend enough time around expats, you start to get reminded that Germany is such a small country, but it's not so small. I, I mean, that's a long ways away. Uh, Gamer Girl, have a nice, nice, nice evening in Stendhal. Thanks for being here tonight. And uh, what games are you playing right now? I'd love to know. Uh, I can tell you what I'm interested in these days. Let's see here. Sexy Dumbledore. Sexy Dumbledore. <laughs> oh, that is the best username I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> Sexy Dumbledore, that's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. And of course, I do not picture the Jude Law version. Of course, I picture the original, I forgot the actor's name, but of course from the original series, I got a picture that actor playing Dumbledore, shirtless, ripped, obviously, oiled up, obviously, casting a spell on all who view his sensual body. Sexy Dumbledore, my God, what a funny name. Uh, you said, where in Germany do you live? I am in Munich. Gamer Girl says, Germany is huge compared to Jamaica. That's true. I never thought about it that way, so that's fair. Um, I mean, it is a big country. I, I, I think, you know, like I said before, a lot of Americans, if I speak to them, always compare it to the States, which is ridiculous because America is basically like 50 different countries. Um, but yeah, of course, that's silly. Uh, you're playing God of War Ragnarok. That's awesome. Uh, I heard it's much better than the first one. I like the first one a lot. I, I guess I shouldn't get too deep on games here because uh, it's, it's. I mean, it is about Germany, but uh, I will briefly say I like the first one a lot. I felt that the landscape was eventually like a little too repetitive. Like it's just a lot of grass and rock, a lot of slash, slash and run. But um, I heard the second one's pretty incredible and uh, I, I think I will give it a shot. Oh, thanks for liking the live. That's really cool. Thank you. Um... Let's see, currently doing my third playthrough of Horizon Forbidden West. Very cool. I really wanted to check that one out. Uh, Xuna says, your content is so funny. I'm an Aussie loving and learning the language in Ger loving and learning the language in Germany. That sounded like the coolest rhyme right there. I'm an Aussie. I'm loving and learning the language in Germany. Loving and learning the language in Germany. Uh, that's great. Aksuna. Aksuna Matara. That's cool. I love Aussies. I love Australia. I would love 
to go to Australia. That would be like, that's a bucket list place to go to. I have always wanted to go there for as long as I can remember. Uh, I'm, I, I'm a real sucker for the accent. Uh, basically any version of the Australian accent. Not so much the New Zealand one in a funny way. I mean, it is similar, but it's still different enough, you know. But the New Zealand, the Australian accent is just so charming. And I, you know what's funny? I don't know why, but my my FYP on TikTok for those listening who don't know what that is, it's kind of like your explore page, like your your home explore, like new creator page. Is so many Australians, so many Australians. Like there's uh, Kyle Lachlan. Is it Kyle Lachlan? It was like five or six or ten people that just started showing up on my feed because I was watching all of their videos. They're so funny. And a lot of Australian bands and music. And I ended up just following all these Australian people. Now, most of my feed is either like German expat content or Australian comedy. Super strange. And I never thought that would be my, um, my, you know, my homepage. Uh, let's see here. You should. It's awesome so far. I love the God of War games. Awesome. Okay, then I will check it out. Anastasia says, how is your German? Well, I have officially passed the B1 level for my visa. That's like the standard, like, you know, above average. You're, 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 what's the word where you're like capable, you're completely capable of having a conversation for the most part. Let's not get carried away here. Uh, but I am able to converse more, you know, uh, enough. If I got stuck somewhere, I could make it work. If I got stuck somewhere, I could make it work. I am B1. I do have the paperwork to prove it. I did pass that test. Um, but, you know, I still get so anxious with it. I st- of course, you know, I, I passed B1 um, last year. And it's, of course, that was that was a big achievement for me as an expat living in Germany, crossing that B1 landmark to get your visa or just to do it for your own personal reasons or whatever. It's, it's something that I can be proud of. And I'm so grateful that I got to that place because uh, I'm not a good studier. I'm not someone who retains information very well. I feel like my whole life, I've probably had some version of undiagnosed like ADHD. Like I really suffer from the inability to focus. That's why I think I work so well in environments like this where I'm very much on the spot. Like there's a light on me, there's a microphone on, and there's people watching and talking to me. And I tend to be able to work better. My brain works in a strange way when it's very on the spot. I'm a better test taker than I am a studier, especially if it's last minute. I don't know why, but I have a hard time keeping focus. Anyway, the point is, I'm very proud of myself for passing that test, but the truth is that there is still a lot of fear and anxiety about speaking the language and that doesn't necessarily go away, I think, unless you're safe just jumping into waters that you don't know if you can swim in yet. Um, you know, the, the the good thing about that is that it is just a language. It's not jumping into deep, unknown waters. You will always be able to rely on stepping out of it if you need to. But if you can find a friend or you can find a group of people or something like that, that can uh, tr- not trap you, but like really hold you into like a, an all German environment for a, for a while, you know, then you're, you're going to advance well beyond me in a very quick amount of time. My thing is, it's so easy to not speak German in Germany that, of course, being a native English speaker, being a musician, being a content creator, a lot of people do want to speak English with me, which makes it easier for me. So, of course, I do it. it it's so flattering. It's so 
kind of them to do it. And I'm happy to sit through broken English as opposed to me trying my broken German, you know. So um, if you can really find someone to push you and only speak German and you want to learn German, that's the way to stick to it. Get in the environment and dive in. And, you know, maybe Gamer Girl, maybe living in Stendhal is best for that because, I mean, you know, it's not like it's not Berlin. And Berlin is a lot of English speaking, I'd say almost, if not more German, you know, like I've never, I've run into, I've seen, it's crazy. It's just, if I can find mostly all English speaking Germans in Bavaria, you're going to find that, you're going to find that in Berlin, no problem. So just wanted to say that. Uh, so don't beat yourself up about anything. Let me go back here on some of the comments. I was talking and I missed it. Um... Let's see here. That was how. Where do you source your funny German expressions and words? Aksuna. Where do I get them? Okay, so I get them from a from a variety of places. Um, I, uh, you know, like in a little bit today, uh, later on today will be my one hundred and fifty fourth German word and expression video, which is kind of wild. Um, and the first probably fifty of those I got from just friends. Because the first 50 or so, like enough Germans can compile and think of enough expressions that they go like, oh, well, you know, oh, there's Labatasha. Well, then, of course, there's, you know, like Vorführer effect or there's Kopfkino or um, or even me personally thinking that the word Vateschlange is kind of funny, like a waiting snake or how Handschuhe, like glove, or, uh, you know, a glove is a hand shoe. You can just go on. A lot of German stuff is pretty on the nose. But it's after that, it's after like 50, 60, 70 videos that you're like, man, where am I going to get this from? And that's where I start researching. It takes a lot of research. Like um, I, I'm on German language forums. There's uh, other there's other channels, other people's um, pages on different social media platforms, Germans and expats who take a, take a special interest in in funny expressions or quirky, weird ways of saying things. And I just sometimes see something they post and go, hmm, maybe that's real. Maybe that's... Because it also can't be super regional. You know, I can't do something that's only said in Bavaria or only said in Saxony or only said, you know, in Zurt or something. Like, it has to be something that a lot of Germans would know, which is still more difficult than you'd think. Uh, it can't be so outdated that it's offensive and also not so outdated that people don't know it anymore. It's hard. It takes a lot of research. Uh, let's see here. TikTok says here that some comments in this live were filtered to protect the community's experience. What did you guys put in this group? Good Lord. What did you say? Uh, typist says, I like you, bro. Hey, man. I like you, too. Uh, let's see. Where are you from? Uh, I, t I said earlier I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana, from America, and I live here in Munich. Gamer Girl, congratulations, B1. Thank you. Like I said before, you know, I explained myself already from that one. Um, I'm B1 by learning from YouTube and everyday talking. That's amazing. And keep going. That's very impressive, and you can be super proud. That's really incredible. Um, I did it very traditionally, you know, expensive, like extensive courses and um, yeah, I'm probably going to have to go back into it, uh, later this year. Gamer girl. I'm sadly only on a one. I'm self teaching myself, but need to get back on track to learn. 
yeah, I mean, if you want to learn German, I think self-teaching is really hard. But like I said, I have extreme difficulty studying and focusing. Uh, Ron says, Anastasia, just do it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Sexy Dumbledore says, I imagine understanding German in Bavaria is quite hard. Yeah, dialects are no joke. It is extremely difficult to keep up with the dialects in Germany. Every single region has their own, and even different towns in the same regions have different words for things. It's unbelievable. Uh, Gamer Girl says, nobody speaks English there. Well, maybe that's your best chance to learn German. And if you want to just continue to speak English, just go a few kilometers uh, east to Berlin. That everybody speaks English there. It's unbelievable. Bug says, my husband is German, but refuses to speak it with me. So my B1 has slipped to nonsense these days. That happens a lot too. I know a lot of people who have uh, like immigrant partners and they only speak English together. And that makes it difficult too, for sure. Um, no one else to talk to. Yeah, you gotta try and find friends through your job, I suppose, or even through social media. You know, nowadays you can do everything through social media. I've made so many expat friends. I've, I've built like a, a network out of people like this, like in this group. If anybody in this live group uh, wants to speak German with Bug here, you can contact each other and uh, help each other out. Maybe make some tandem partners here. Sin says, we love when you talk German to us natives. That's also true. If you can if you can get like a few good phrases down in German or you can at least show a respect that you're trying with German, um, Germans will really appreciate that. Uh, do you ever get homesick? And if so, how do you... Brandon, I get homesick like you wouldn't believe, man. I deal with homesickness on a pretty regular basis. And the longer that I don't go home, the worse that it gets. Um, but I'm very happy now. I'm calm now. I feel safe now because, you know, I always feel better when I have a trip to America already planned, like for months, I think since October, I've had a trip back home to America, a big six week trip planned for a long time. And ever since that plane ticket was booked and purchased and stamped and approved, I felt better. It's always about knowing that there's a deadline to the not being there. You know, it's like if I, during the pandemic, I had a, a, this is just being honest with you guys, with the listeners here and with the people on the live. During the pandemic, uh, at the towards the summer of 2021, I had a pretty serious, um, like, emotional breakdown. Like, a really serious, like, pretty, very serious mental, uh, like, I was really falling apart because I hadn't seen my family or my friends back home in America uh, in so long by that point, you know, I need to see some people from there at least once a year. And, you know, b best if it's twice a year, if I can go there and they can come here, that's the best deal. But uh, so much time had passed where no one could visit. It was over. It was like two and a half years. I hadn't seen anybody from home. And uh, yeah, I just lost it. I just uh, I just was so upset and I couldn't control myself. And I ha I did an emergency like six day flight back to New Orleans um, just to sort of reintegrate for a few days. I had to. So yeah, I take homesickness pretty seriously. But right now I'm cool. Right now everything's good. And I also think doing these videos and meeting other expats and communicating and like vibing with people through the videos and the, the content that I make um, helps me a lot too. 6,000 likes. You guys are incredible. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to do just a couple more minutes here and then I'm going to wrap up the live. Uh, let's see. Oh, I've missed a lot of comments here. 
Keith says, saw you at the Jose Gonzalez concert. Great music. Hey, Keith, thank you so much, man. I'm really glad that you got to see that concert. What an honor it was to open up for Jose Gonzalez. I did a whole like two-part episode on this podcast about doing that. Um, so if you want to check out the podcast that we're recording, that I'm recording here, it's called Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. I did a whole thing behind the scenes, audio at that concert. It was a lot of fun. So thank you for saying that. Uh, let's see here. Bug asks if I found any good Cajun restaurants since being in Germany. Sadly, definitely not. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Alt FIA says, Guten Tag, mein Freund. Guten Tag, Atfia. Um, let's see. My wife and I only speak English even though she's a native German. Like I said, it happens all the time. I think when you meet someone in a language, it just feels so wrong to speak another one. How long have you been in Germany? How long did it take you to prepare for the B1? Uh, Aksuna, I really want to answer that, but I think I have to wrap it up now. But, um... If you, like, I can answer you guys personally. If you, like, on my Instagram, at Jordan Prince, you can send me a DM, and you can just copy and paste these questions, and I, I can get back to you there. Or next time I do a live, you can ask again, because a lot of these take time to, to, to give you the, the best answer possible and not just brush it over and make it fast. Now, you guys deserve to have a proper answer, so I will get back to you on that. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Anything else here at the end? Pandemic hits hard. Yes, it does. Um, no occasion in Berlin either. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, I'm going to wrap it up here, guys. Uh, I'm going to end the live. Just want to say again, thank you so much for all the likes. We got over 6,000 likes. That's insane. That's so much. You guys are so crazy. <laughs> um, I hope that you had some fun here. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Um, if you had fun, you know, Follow the page. Thank you for the likes. You guys did enough already. Um, it's a lot of fun. And I'll try and do this more often. Uh, again, the podcast is Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. Uh, otherwise, all my social media stuff is in the profile. Thanks for being here. Gamer Girl, have a nice night. Aksuna, have a nice night. Bug, have a nice night. Everybody else. Brandon, thanks everybody so much. It was a lot of fun. Take care. Have a nice evening. Thanks, Ron. All right, guys. Bye-bye. All right, guys, that was my live on TikTok. I hope you had fun. I think we had, I had, I think we had some pretty good questions there. And uh, I know it can be a little sporadic and a little intense when I do lives as opposed to doing an episode just alone with my thoughts. But I wanted to do it because you never know what people are going to say. And now we've learned that someone called themselves Sexy Dumbledore. So with that in mind, thank you so much for being here. Uh, it's a shame we didn't have Mobat this week, but yeah. Things happened, and uh, hopefully we can get them on next week. So with all the love in my heart, thank you for listening, and we will be back next week. Look out, baby, the saints are coming through. Man, it's all over now, baby blue. Artsy Farts Immigrants, ein Podcast von... Produziert für M94.5.